Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Know that your breastfeeding journey looks different and uh, you're gonna do the best you can with the resources and support that you have and that you are capable of extraordinary breastfeeding outcomes. And we're here to support you. We're here with you. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven, specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, giving you the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. Because you are in the parenting and baby space, you have probably heard statistics about breastfeeding. Things like the American Academy of Pediatrics and the World Health Organization recommend exclusive breastfeeding for the first six months of life. But not everybody actually does that. In fact, according to the Centers for Disease Control, rates of exclusive breastfeeding at six months as a national average in the U.S. is just under 25%. So while breastfeeding initiation rates have increased over the past decade, racial and ethnic disparities in breastfeeding exist and persist. Dr. Tonsay Jackson is working to reverse that. Her job is to empower Black and African-American breastfeeding families through her work with Cinemoms, the organization that she co-founded. Cinemoms is a value-added service of the WIC program. So the WIC program is the U.S. Department of Agriculture's special supplemental nutrition program for women, infant, and children. And what WIC does is it provides federal grants to states who then provide supplemental foods, healthcare referrals, and nutrition education for low-income, pregnant, breastfeeding, and non-breastfeeding postpartum women, as well as infants and children up to age five who are found to be at nutritional risk. So Dr. Jackson is the Senior Health Equity Manager at PHFE WIC. That's the largest local WIC agency in the U.S. It serves more than 200,000 clients in Southern California. And as you'll hear in this interview, Dr. Jackson was inspired to create Cinemoms out of a need to provide breastfeeding and parenting support to Black and African-American breastfeeding families in the community that she serves, which now extends beyond WIC. So I do a lot of speaking and education for state WIC associations around the country on the topics of infant feeding and baby led weaning. And I am so inspired by Dr. Jackson's work in the breastfeeding space. And because supporting continued breastfeeding in the latter half of infancy is really important. Okay, It's not just always a lack of education or understanding about the benefits of continuing breastfeeding, but there are physical and systemic and racial barriers that prevent moms from meeting or achieving their breastfeeding goals. And Cinnamon is working to break through those barriers. So we have a lot of parents and children in our community who are WIC participants, as well as many WIC educators and breastfeeding peer counselors who listen to the podcast. And they might not be surprised by this, but there's one WIC statistic that always blows my mind. 
WIC serves 53% of all infants born in the U.S. Think about that. More than half of all babies in the U.S. receive WIC nutrition and education benefits. And that's not just like, oh, half of them are eligible. That's 53% actually participating. And WIC works. Data shows that WIC participants have longer pregnancies. They have fewer premature births. There's lower incidence of moderately low and very low birth weight infants, fewer infant death, and a greater likelihood of receiving prenatal care. But when it comes to breastfeeding, between 1996 and 2001, the percentage of WIC mothers who are breastfeeding in the hospital increased by almost 25%, so from 47 to 58%. And the percent of WIC infants who were breastfeeding at six months increased by 61%, so it went from just 13% to almost 21%. So Dr. Jackson and her colleagues at Cinemoms, they're on a mission to continue that trajectory, but to really, really hone in on breastfeeding rates for Black and African-American families with an expanded mission to mold the larger landscape, not only to increase breastfeeding rates, but also to enhance the entire parenting journey for the families that they serve. Passionate uh, breastfeeding mom, uh, she worked for a local bus driving company here in Los Angeles, and she would pump on her brakes. Um, So she would stop and pump. But eventually her supervisor said, because there's like a, a camera up top, we can no longer have you pumping on your bus during your breaks. Uh, So mom said she would have to go to the nearest jack-in-a-box on her breaks to pump. So we just talk about advocacy and and moms just just wanting to pump and and make it happen any way possible. But we also want to advocate for employers, right, to ensure that, like mom, they have a safe and clean and welcoming space to to pump and feed their babies. So that was one example that, that comes to mind as to why we do this work. And can I ask you, is that even legal? Like, is that something from a time gone by or stuff like this is still happening today? Does it vary state by state? Like, that's such a shocking story. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping it policies have improved, um, especially for organizations as big as that uh, transportation company. Uh, but this was maybe 2016 when this story came up when we were starting our work. What was it that caused you to get interested in breastfeeding? Obviously, I mean, there's so many millions of stories like that. And we all started out as babies that needed nourishment. What led you personally to become interested in breastfeeding education and support and advocacy? Yeah, thank you so much for that question. So I've worked for the WIC program for 16 years, I know. And I've always been interested in nutrition and the breastfeeding aspect. So to that line in 2015, myself and uh, my colleague, Carla, we were attending a certified lactation educator course. And we just noticed some of the data that was saying that our Black women are not breastfeeding and that there's gaps in breastfeeding for our Black women Um, So we just wanted to know what could we do? Um, So we gathered some of our uh, Black WIC staff and we said, what can we do to address this and to provide uh, support for our families and to kind of close the gap a little bit? And that was how the pilot really started. Also during that time, Katie, there was a famous rapper, Kendrick Lamar, Grammy Award winning now. Uh, But in 2015, he came out with an album cover of an African-American mom nursing two babies. And we're like, wow, this is synergy because this is what we're talking about, um, raising awareness. So later that year in August for Breastfeeding Month, we hosted uh, our first support groups. And they were at six WIC centers and 50 moms showed up. And based on post surveys, they said, we have to continue to gather. Um, so that, I think that's where the passion and support comes from and really the creation of Cinemoms. When I was reading a little bit about your program and you've told me about it, and I'm just so fascinated by how much you've done in such a short period of time, which I know you probably think like, oh my gosh, it feels so long. 
But working within WIC, and I do a lot of work with WIC and different state WIC associations, I know how long it can take to enact change. So I just want to say at the top of this interview, I am like your number one fan. I am so impressed by what you and your colleagues are getting done. And I was reading about you know gaps in care. And you said you noticed gaps in care, but what does that mean? Was it like WIC is very data heavy. Everyone knows that WIC works. And the reason why people love WIC is because it works because the data shows all these, you know, improved birth outcomes and, you know, attendance at school and all these other, you know, health factors. And we have data. What data were you seeing that you were like, whoa, we need to do something here? Yeah. So at the time, I'm just looking at some of our data here. It was 38% of our African-American infants were fully breastfed, right? But there was this drastic decrease at six months to 12%. So we're like, whoa, what can we do? We know that a WIC, our breastfeeding peer counselor program, our lactation consultants were doing all, all that they could. But we also wanted to know how can we hire more peer counselors, right? Um, who identified as Black or African-American. At the time, we didn't have any Black African-American lactation consultants. Um, so how can we diversify the field of, of lactation and bring in more, more professionals? We know that we get um, support from WIC, but none of the models centered Black women and their breastfeeding experiences in particular. Um, I would have to give a shout out to who was at Breast Friends, Brandy Gates in Oakland. And they were one of the first WIC agencies that I knew about that actually had support circles specifically for uh, Black women and centered on their experiences. So we have a curriculum here at WIC and we had a breastfeeding curriculum then, but we wanted to know how can Cinemoms be that value add and also center WIC families. Since then, we have seen an increase to about 18% of our uh, Black and African-American babies breastfeeding still at six months. And I thanks and kudos to, to the team for that. Can you explain real quick what the breastfeeding peer counselor program within WIC is? And was it around when you guys started Cinemoms? Yeah, it was around, and I believe they're actually celebrating 20 years. So it's, it's very exciting that they've been around for quite some time. And our agency has a breastfeeding peer counselor program also, and they are really a peer-to-peer -peer support program. It's a breastfeeding mom connecting with another breastfeeding mom, following you through pregnancy all the way until baby is six months. So we have had a very successful uh, breastfeeding peer counselor model and when Cinemoms came around in 2015, we really uh, drove that equity and that cultural piece forward and said we need to see a special initiative for our Black and African-American families. And since then, we have increased our African-American peer counselor pool. Now, I want to talk about those numbers. You said before you started, there was this drastic decrease. 12% of Black infants were being breastfed at six months. Now, we know you can start solid foods at six months, but 100% of your baby's nutrition is still coming from infant milk at six months of age. Now you've been able to increase that to 18% who are still breastfeeding at six months. Could you share a little bit about what the barriers are? There's you know built environment ones that, like you told, for example, with the mom who was working and unable to physically pump. What other things have you been able to remove as far as barriers to help increase that continuation of breastfeeding after the six month mark? It's really picking up where our peer counselors kind of leave off, right? We're making sure they're, they're receiving that wraparound care. They are connected to uh, support circles, support groups where other moms who are kind of on this journey can continue to share their experience and, and say that every baby is different, every journey is different, but we want to continue to support you. Thanks to a lot of our WIC grants, we have been able to hire a Cinnamon Project Specialist who are able to focus on this journey throughout their stages and phases of life. So that is definitely what we've been able to do. Also, um, and I can talk more about that later, 
is our lactation consultants, right? They are there. They're available, not just as those critical first hours, but they're also available later on too. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. It's funny, I just got off of a parent call with the mom, nine-month-old, second baby. She's like, I'm not really sure what's going on here. Like, I thought I had this figured out. I did baby led weaning with my first baby. And this baby is totally different, totally, you know. And she said, I said, what she was describing, I was like, listen, I'd love to help you with solid foods. This is not a solid food problem that you're describing. You need to go see a lactation educator. And she goes, oh my gosh, I thought, well, I did like the first couple of weeks. Like, I got it all figured out. And I was like, not based on what you're hearing. Like these lactations, the support system is here for you throughout infancy, beyond infancy, toddlerhood, as long as you want to breastfeed. And I think we've just maybe been trained to think, oh, that's what you get when you're in the hospital. And by the way, they kick you out before your milk even comes in. So then you got to figure out how to go back and find a group. But then once you like get it down, I think people think it's done. Could you talk a little bit about extending breastfeeding support beyond six months? Like what do those moms need? Like what sort of myths do you guys hear or what, what sort of fallacies do you want to dispel about breastfeeding after six months? Yeah. And like I said, I would love to give also my lactation consultant experts here on the call. But from what I've heard, just sitting in on, on our breastfeeding supports are you can continue to do both, right? Like you're here for the comfort. You're here for the nurture. They can still, you know, they're still eating the solid, solid foods, which is great. And they're also, it's okay for them also to want you and to want the nutrition from you, from your breast milk. It's just that support and you all continue, can continue until it's best for you and baby. And that's what we've heard. And really one thing that we've noticed with our center moms is that a lot of our seasoned moms, they're really anxious and excited to encourage and play cheerleader to, to our moms, like you said, who are four months, five months, six months saying, mm, maybe I, I don't want to do this thing anymore. They're, they're providing that other aspect um, on how long they've nursed. So can you tell a little bit about the Cinemom's story and what sort of services do you provide? Does that look the same as at your origin? I think we've talked a little bit offline about how the mission has evolved. Maybe just kind of tell us a little bit about the organization itself. With Cinemom's, we we have definitely evolved, but what our families get is that social support. And a lot of the data and research has said the importance of social support throughout your breastfeeding and parenthood journey. Social support is offered both through virtual and in-person uh, support groups. And we did start off only breastfeeding, right? But we also noticed that our families, they were dealing with real life issues, real life things that we had to address before we even got to 
the breastfeeding conversation, right? We had to deal with housing and, and food access. So we had to deal with those things. So with that, through that virtual support, we've been able to, to offer that through Cinemoms. Another one is, as I mentioned, we were able to hire Cinemoms project specialists who are from the community. So they offer both WIC and Cinemoms wraparound value-added service. Also, we were able to make sure that whenever our Black and African-American moms enroll prenatally, they are immediately connected to a breastfeeding peer counselor, immediately connected to a lactation consultant, immediately connected to a registered dietitian who shares their same lived experiences and who want them to be successful. That's cool. So you're planting the seed, essentially, even throughout pregnancy, talking about, because I feel like there's so much focus placed on you know, getting through labor, getting through birth, that's fine. But like, that's just the beginning of it, you know? And I think sometimes just, again, not, not talking about the problems, but knowing that you have a support system, if anything goes wrong, or if you have questions, I'm here for you. Because I think traditionally the model is if you're lucky, you might go to a breastfeeding class at your hospital. But if you're in the WIC program, you've traditionally had better access to breastfeeding support. How does the Cinemoms model differ from the traditional WIC model? Because if they're in WIC, wouldn't they get access to all that same stuff too? Or am I mistaken? No, which is good. So they have their WIC uh, services, which is our core foundation. And they also have Cinemoms, which is a value add. It's really that centering. It's that cultural aspect. It's that lived experience wing of the support that we noticed was a gap and that we filled, right? If you are a Cinemom project specialist, are you a WIC employee? Are you certified in lactation or is it more of a coaching role or, or like a, a peer coach? All of our WIC staff members, all of our Cinemom staff members are WIC, right? Our core service, we're WIC employees first. And that's what makes this model work because we are WIC employees providing WIC services. And then we get to remove our WIC hat and also say, hey, did you know about a doula? Did you know about, you know, the things that's going on with maternal health as it pertains to Black women? Um, so we've been able to do both. And that's only through the support of our executive director, Kidan, and also through grant funding that we're able to do that. And you have a physical space too, don't you? Yay! Thank you for bringing that up. Yes, Cinemoms Crenshaw. Yes. So uh, in June, June of last year, we were able to convert 1,500 square feet of an existing WIC center. And Cinemoms Crenshaw is our first location. A lot of our moms, they said we love virtual, but we need to get back to connection. So Cinemoms Crenshaw is this luxe and modern space where our families are able to rest first and foremost, right? They're able to find some respite. They're also able to connect and prepare for their pregnancy, which is that nesting stage. They're also able to schedule a play date, right? And then have the, the babies be watched by our, you know, by our Cinemoms team while they're able to relax and, and read. And then of course, receive um, in-person lactation support. So if you're in the LA area, Cinemoms Crenshaw. <laughs> I'm so impressed by your model like, and how you even just started an organization within WIC. Like government- programs are a bear of their own. WIC, I was talking about the successful outcomes. Everyone loves WIC, but it's still a bureaucracy. Like how did that process evolve? Who had the original idea? You know, what sort of grants did you have to write? How long did this whole thing take? Because having, you know, such a unique organization within WIC is so unusual. Yeah, no, at our WIC agency, we have 185,000 families that we serve every month. And it just so happened that about 7,000 of those identify as Black or African-American. Um, so we have the population, we have the niche to be able to make this model work. But we also know that it can work even if you're serving five to 10 WIC families who identify as Black or African-American. And thanks to our grant, you know, let me go to partners, partners from LA County Department of Public Health, Soul Food for Your Baby, Black Infant Health, 
roles, BIMFA in, in Detroit, right? Black Mamas Matter in Atlanta, our other WIC agencies, California State WIC, California WIC Association, National WIC Association, and our, our partners, our health plan partners have been able to believe in this model, have been able to provide us with funding so that we can be evidence informed that this model works and that Black women know that Black women have said that this model uh, works for them to advance maternal health. Um, so with this grant funding, we've been able to build staff capacity. We know our staff can do WIC. They do WIC very well. And with additional grant funding, we're able to serve both WIC and non-WIC families, which has been so, so helpful, right? Because during the pandemic, when we were able to delete the geographical divide, we had families from uh, Los Angeles connecting with families from San Diego, connecting with families from Orange County. Um, so thanks to grant funding from 2016, when we received our first funds from Packer Foundation to 2021, uh, we received the USDA um, grant uh, for 450000 We have been able to advance that mission. Is it still the case that if you're not enrolled in WIC, you can participate in the breastfeeding support groups? For us, yes, absolutely. For Cinemoms, our staff are able to support you and serve you if you do not receive WIC. And that's through that started off with a grant funding from Kaiser Permanente. We wanted to oscillate uh, Kaiser Permanente members with WIC members and just share stories and, and engage and increase breastfeeding awareness. So for our listeners, Tonse, who are pregnant and considering breastfeeding, maybe they had their baby and they're struggling or they're thriving with breastfeeding, how can they get connected with your mission and benefit from Cinemom Services? Uh, one mom said, every time I join Cinemoms, it's it's a beautiful and uplifting experience. It feels like family, right? So whether you you are on your on your journey, Cinemoms has been known as a place like a cousin's house, right? It's like going to a cousin's house. So we just want to say welcome home. So if you are a WIC family, text us. Um, you can email us. Our project specialists are waiting for you. If you're not a part of the WIC Village, follow us on social media. Um, IG, we're pretty active on there. Um, that's Cinemoms underscore. We have a face private Facebook group where you can get your questions answered. We have a robust website. And if you're ever in LA, visit us at Cinemoms Crenshaw. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Tonse, what's one piece of advice that you can give for a new mom who maybe does not feel so supported right now in her breastfeeding experience thus far? Is connection, connection, connection. Please get connected to your village of support and we are here for you. There are a lot of uh, free resources that are available, whether it's a WIC peer counselor, Cinemoms, Breastfeed LA, La Leche League. There are so many accessible resources. Another theme that constantly comes up from my staff, a piece of advice is know that your breastfeeding journey looks different and uh, you're going to do the best you can with the resources and support that you have. That's uh, Jeannie Baker and that you are capable of extraordinary breastfeeding outcomes. And we're here to support you. We're here with you. What's your goal? How far do you want to go with this? Do you want to see uh, Cinemoms in every WIC agency around the country? Is that going to 25% continuing breastfeeding at six months? Like what's your long-term goal with this organization? 
So that's it. We want to grow Cinemoms. We know that it works. So we want to Cinemom San Diego, Cinemom St. Louis. Look, we are we are ready to expand Cinemom so that others can benefit from this village, this really this village of support. It's totally possible, totally doable. So if you're WIC agency, we have a model that that works. Well, I saw you guys speaking at the National WIC Association meeting last year here in San Diego. And when you were done, like people like rushing the stage to talk to you. And I'm sure it's like, I want to do the same model. I want to do the same model. If someone is listening, we have a lot of WIC educators, WIC staff who listen to the podcast. If they're interested in that model, who should they connect with in order to discover doing this, you know, if this doing this is possible in their agency? Please just email us at cinemoms at phfewic.org. That's cinemoms at phfewic.org. Uh, myself, um, our Cinemoms coordinator, our Cinemoms strategic engagement coordinator, we're all there to answer your questions and to get you on this journey to have Cinemoms at, at your local agency. Sometimes when people hear stuff about PHFE WIC, they're like, I mean, you guys are the golden child of the WIC world, right? Like when we look at research, you know, so much of the, what's happening is coming out of PHFE WIC. And I've heard from other agency members, yeah, they can do that because they're PHFE WIC. Like they have all this money, they have all this support. What would you say to a smaller agency that maybe does just have eight or 10 moms who identify as Black or African-American breastfeeding families? Like what can they do? Can they really do this without... You have some incredible grant writers that are helping you get Kaiser grants and things like that's not real life for all agencies. What can they do? That's a great question. And a part of that Cinemoms model, the Cinemoms ambassador brand is there are several ways you can go. If you have the funding, if you have the capacity, perfect. It's Cinemoms in a box and it's ready for you. However, if you do not have the capacity because of this virtual environment, we have the team. We have the team to be able to reach out to those families to make sure that they're attending our, our virtual support. Um, so especially with, you know, with California WIC, we share the same text messaging system. So we can do that. We're, you know, we're here. So regardless of whether you have eight or whether you have 8,000, this model is flexible to be able to support you where you are. I think the WIC text messaging program is so amazing. And when I see other agencies that like can't, you know, IRS can't answer the phone. I'm like, you know that in WIC, like they are texting all of the participants. It's so wonderful. I take a lot of dietetic interns um, who come from the WIC internships as well. And we're doing a lot of work at the state level, helping to modernize the infant nutrition and feeding curriculum. And I'm just so inspired by what WIC has done with modernizing the breastfeeding curriculum. I think it's really inspiring, but we need to keep going, right? Because the next phase of starting solid foods, there's so much data out there that babies can eat so many more foods than we're giving them credit for. And I really just love collaborating and working with WIC because WIC educators are problem solvers. And I, I just absolutely love that. So thank you for all the work that you do. Thank you for taking the time to come on and share about Cinemoms here on the podcast. And anything you want to add in closing to kind of keep that mom who's on the verge of like, oh, my baby's six months old, so I'm going to quit breastfeeding. Like, what do you say to them to keep them sticking with it? You have this and you have a bit, you don't see them right now, but you have a village of support, right? We are here for you. And a lot of times when we say empower, it's really us just holding up the mirror so you can see how powerful and impactful you are. So you're not alone. We're here. You have a village of support. That was Dr. Tonse Jackson, Senior Health Equity Manager at PHFE WIC and co-founder of Cinemoms. If you are interested in learning more about Cinemoms and the resources they provide and maybe signing up yourself to attend a virtual breastfeeding support or parenting support group, they are online at cinemoms.org. On Instagram, they're at cinemoms underscore. And if you're interested as an eligible pregnant postpartum or nursing mom, or if you have eligible children up to age five, you can sign up for WIC 
to receive nutrition and education, regardless of status, at signupwick.com. I will put a link to some of the research that Dr. Tonsay Jackson cited, as well as the Cinemoms resources, some information about adding and signing up to WIC, all on the show notes page for this episode, which you can find at blwpodcast.com forward slash 410. And a special thanks to our partners at Airwave Media. If you like podcasts that feature food and science and using your brain, check out some of the podcasts from Airwave. We're online at blwpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.